All right, and we are back for the second season of The Chopping Block. Back. 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 All the way back. Um, so back. The unfortunate news is we have had a co-host die. Die. Death in the family. And what was it again? I believe it was AIDS. AIDS. Right. Jebediah. Jebediah has died from AIDS and... You might hear him in the background on some of these podcasts, but... Um, that's that, his ghost. That's his ghost. That's not him. The ghost of Jebediah's past. Yes. Um, and our... Um, what was our what was our other co-host's name who, who is no longer in this house anymore? Ah, yes. Floyd Pinkerton. Floyd Pinkerton. Also has, dead. Has... Uh, well, he's still alive, just not in this um, city. He's, he's alive in another city. So he's dead to us. Dead to us. Say. Dead to rights. So yeah, it'll just be us. Uh, we're going to be switching up the format. Just co-host. Of course, I'm Personal Winsky. And we got... Uh, Timmy Jernigans. Timmy Jernigans, of course. Along for the ride. I'm just TJ. here. I'm just here. Timmy J-Town. I'm just here. DJ TJ. Something like that. All right. Well, we're going to... Uh, this this podcast is really going to be our college football preview. Um, we're also going to be doing two podcasts a week. Um, probably releasing on... Mondays and Fridays, we'll say. Uh, other than that, we're gonna we're gonna hop right in here. Uh, so the first segment we got is going over the playoffs. Um, so how we'll do this is we'll each give our ones. You'll give your two first. I give my two. We'll kind of do like a snake. Snake, snake. So draft. so who do you have as your number one seed in? playoffs i think it's gotta be gotta be the georgia bulldogs this year of course they return basically their whole defense their i mean their defense is going to be the best in the league again maybe michigan they're they're up there they're, but the, penn state's also got a great defense. penn state also fantastic defense but georgia i mean it's hard to mistake their top three for yeah. sure and like they're they have a new quarterback obviously it's either going to be carson beck or brock vandegrift both very good players Still have good running backs, Kendall Milton, Dewan Edwards, Brock Bowers, returning. Brock Bowers, who's probably the best First. offensive player in the league, maybe could be a top ten draft pick. So I mean, they're just they're just stacked. Like, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, at this point, I don't see how you can pick anyone else besides Georgia, especially with their their schedule they have. It's a very favorable it's schedule. Easy. It's always pretty easy. Um, you know, I I don't think. They definitely don't get Alabama out of the West. They don't get A&M they, they don't ever. get Alabama, LSU, or A and M out of the West. They're um, usually Auburn. And it's well, it's Auburn is their yearly one. I don't know who they get this year, but I let's, think let's give it a quick. I feel like it's like Mississippi State or like it's Auburn, Auburn and Ole Miss. Ole Miss, okay. So yeah, Ole Miss is probably the second hardest game on their schedule besides Tennessee, right? Probably. Um. So yeah. I have to agree. I think Georgia's going to be the first team to three-peat since the 40s, which is insane. Um, but anyways, uh, number two pick, I'll go first. I think Florida State will be number two in the playoff rankings. That's a strong pick. That's a strong pick. It is a strong pick. Actually, you know what? I'm going to change that real quick. I'm going to pick Michigan. Michigan, too? To You're be number gonna flop two. Em? I'm going to flop them. Flip them? Flip them, flop them. Flip it and tumble it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Michigan's going to be great this year. Uh, Jim Harbaugh had his sanctions uh, lifted off him. Again, like you said, they'll be one of the best defenses in the country. Um, a lot of returning offensive firepower, and they finally have found their groove in beating Ohio State. So I think they're the favorites to win. 
the Big Ten, and, and I think they'll be playing Georgia in the national championship. So, yeah, just just for the sake of being a, a contrarian, I didn't want to I didn't want to have the picks be the exact same because that would be a boring draft. So my number two is going to be Ohio State. There, the Kyle McCord, five star quarterback. Travion Henderson, five-star running back. Mayan Williams, backup running back, high four-star. They, I mean, they have like six five-star wide receivers. Yeah, defense Mar- still Mar- has Mar- something Virginia. to prove. If you've ever watched an Ohio State game, defense has something to prove. They're missing Greg Schiano there. But, I mean, just to be a contrarian, it's probably Michigan, but just, just for the sake of argument, I'll, I'll go Ohio State just because I think those are the top two teams. Penn State have a good defense. I don't know if the offense is quite there yet. They were they struggled a little bit last year, so I, I don't think they're quite going to be there after losing Sean Clifford. I'm, I, I think Ohio State's going to be the team. I'm interested to see. Ohio State's an interesting team this year because, you know, since Ryan Day has been there, um, they've had Justin Fields and C.J. Stroud. Uh, this is this is kind of the first time in a while it seems like you, we don't really know who the true starting quarterback is going to be. And no, if, it's Kyle McCord. Oh, it is 100% Kyle it's McCord? Kyle McCord. Well... I guess we just don't know if he can live up to C.J. Stroud and Justin Fields. I mean, he was on, a former five-star. talent. On no, field, I mean, they, they're going to have their recruits. He's way different than them, though. He's way different. He's a pocket passer. Pocket he's passer. Not a, he's not a, he, he doesn't move like them. So that, that that's the main difference. Yeah. So I, Ohio State will be interesting this year. Um, I'm not super high on them, but I respect the pick nonetheless. All right. Well, why just, It's contrary. Yeah. It's probably Michigan. Why don't you go with your number three? Uh, my number three is going to be USC. They're by far and away the best team in the Pac-12. They're returning, I believe, eight or nine starters on defense. They turned the ball over one of the most in the entire league uh, last year. So if they can somewhat replicate that with all the experience coming back, obviously they're, they still are stacked on offense. Malachi Nelson's a backup, and he's was the best quarterback coming in. Caleb Williams, obviously favorite for the Heisman again, just because there's not really a defense in the Pac-12 that could stand up to them. So he's going to throw for whatever, five or six touchdowns a game. They just got Marshawn Lloyd from South Carolina, so that's a really good running back to kind of take however many carries they need, 20 carries a game, just run them straight up the middle. And Addison's they, they gone, have, right? Addison is gone, but... No, they, they have people they'll that, be, they'll I mean, be Mario fine. Williams, who's a five-star from Oklahoma that transferred with Lincoln Riley. So, I mean, they still have guys. I believe Cliff Kingsbury is um, – he's he's their co-OC now, right? Or he's an is offensive he? analyst. I think he got hired by USC, go. which is crazy. I mean, they're, they're already insane offense, just got Cliff Kingsbury. So, um, yeah, I think – I think this will be a great year for USC. The rest of the Pac-12 is is kind of down as normal. USC is going to be taking a step back. I think. Um, I think Oregon could be decent, but yeah, I think I don't. I don't think USC is going to be given much trouble in in the Pac-12 this year. Um, for my number three, though, I do have um, I have Florida State at number three. Uh, I had them at my number two spot, but I, I do think Michigan is probably going to go undefeated, so that's why I'm going to move them up. Uh, I think Florida State. I uh, believe you know the AAC or the ACC got rid of divisions, and so it's just the top. Oh, two, did they? Yeah, it's just the top two teams, like the Big Twelve, um, and so. But they have fourteen teams, right? Yes. That's kind of weird. Yeah, it is kind of okay. weird. Um, I I think it's because of Florida State and Clemson. I think they were in the same division. Yeah. Um, and so I think that's a big reason why they wanted to do that. Um, because the other 
teams from the other conference, like the top were yeah. UNC. Clemson and, versus NC State for fucking, you know. No, no, it was uh, UNC well, and well, Miami just, were the top two teams in the other division, okay, which is just yeah, like yeah. nothing compared to Florida State, NC State, Clemson. Yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, I think Florida State's going to have an insane year. I'll talk about them more later, um, but 17 starters back, including Jordan Travis. Um, and I think I think they'll go 7-1 in conference play. I think they play Clemson week three. I think they'll lose that game, but win against them in the rematch in the conference championship. So, um, yeah, I expect a big year from Florida State. They're one of my uh, surprise teams last year, and I'm big on them this year. So, uh, so yeah, that's my number number three pick. Uh, for number four, though, I do have USC. Kind of just going to repeat everything you said, but I, I'm just very big on USC. They got an easy schedule, easier schedule than a lot of teams, easier path. Uh, I think they only lost two games last year, right? And they were both to Utah. Both to Utah, yeah. Yeah, so um, I think Utah will take a little bit of a setback this year, and, and I like USC big in the Pac-12. My number four team, once again, just to be a contrarian, uh, picking Clemson out of the ACC, Cade Klubnik. We finally get to see the show. They had DJ last year, and... Every that time Cade played, was. they looked so much better. So much they better. So they they looked like Trevor game. Lawrence level it, Clemson. It, it, like it, I I love Klubnik. We we both watched him in high school. We've been watching Went to him. my high school. Yep, we've been watching him in college. He is elite, and he wanted to go to A and M, but yeah, we didn't. Both his we parents went to A and M. So, uh, also Will Shipley, fantastic defensive line as always. I still got Will Shipley. Yeah, Jesus, he's Christ. only he's a junior. Uh, and just their defensive line, as always, stacked five stars all the way across, just like A&M, Georgia, you know, best, one of the best defensive line. I think they lost a few linebackers last year, but coming to this year, but they should be fine there. And then defensive backs, they're always pretty good in the defensive backfield. So I think, I think they, they have a good shot in a weak, pretty yeah. weak ACC besides Florida State. That's yeah. I think this is the first time team. in a while that like Clemson's had kind of, uh, a competitor in the ACC yeah. preseason. I feel like for the past, I don't even know how many years, seven years, it's always just been like, yep, mark down Clemson to win the ACC. I feel like there's a legitimate chance that Clemson is not the ACC champ this year. Who won it when Clemson was bad that one year? Who won what? The ACC. Did Clemson still win it that year? Like two years ago? Um... Was it North Carolina? Did they win it? It could have... It... It would have had to, yeah, because they they played A and M, in the in the yeah, world. that's correct. So it would have been would have been North Carolina. Yeah. So, anyways, so just to just to repeat, you got Georgia, uh, Ohio State, Clemson, and USC in mind, or USC Clemson. Okay. So so who do you have going to the championship? It's got to be it's got to be Georgia and Ohio State. Then who wins that? got to be Georgia. I mean, it's got to be Georgia. It's yeah. got to be Georgia. Like, yeah. Mine's very similar. I think it'll be Georgia and Michigan, and I have Georgia going yeah. to the national, or winning the national championship. So, kind of sucks. Um, it's a big, this is a big reason why I'm kind of ready for the new playoff system. I'm very, I, I've always loved college football more than the NFL, but the college football postseason has just become absolute dog shit. Um, and I think a deeper playoff will give teams like Georgia a harder time to win these champion three championships in a row. Um, and so 
Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just boring, honestly, having the same four teams in every year. That's why I'm really hoping that Florida State and USC get in. It'd be nice to see two new teams in the playoffs. But, um, but I'm also optimistic, so we'll see. All right, well, moving on uh, to our conference championships. Uh, we're we're going to start with the best and most obvious best conference in, in the country, the SEC. Uh, who do you have won in the West in the SEC? I have Alabama versus Georgia, and obviously Georgia winning. It, this is probably the most competitive the West is going to be in a while, I feel, just with LSU and A&M being really good. I feel like Arkansas is going to take a step back, and Auburn's kind of not there yet. But in Mississippi State, who knows? Without without Mike Leach, but yeah, we'll talk about them in a little I bit. I think I think the top teams. This is the closest they've been in a in a long time. I agree. I think this is the first time in a long time you can look at the West and be like, "Wow, I really think the any of those three teams can win it." I mean, that might sound crazy to a lot of people, but uh, we'll, we'll, again, we'll come back to it. I have I have LSU as going going to the conference championship game against Georgia again. Um, you know, they do play Bama on the road this year, but I think LSU is going to be a very good team. They actually were my my number five team, a team that I was wanting to put into the playoffs, but just didn't think two teams from. Uh, a single conference could get in this year just because of how good I think some of the teams in the, t- in the other conferences are going to be. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm very big on LSU this year, and I see them playing Georgia. Of course, I think Georgia's still going to win it. But um, yeah, I think LSU could be 11-1 and going into that game. Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels. Good. Good. good player. Legit. Brian Kelly, great coach. Yeah, I mean, he had a great first season. and Couldn't beat A&M, but yeah. couldn't beat a 5-1 A&M team. True. That, that's, that's, no, uh, not many people can. Except for, you know, the seven other people that yeah. that, that did. So. All right. Well, next up, uh, well, let's ask. What's the second best conference in the league? I'm going to say Big Ten. Yeah, me too. Um, so who do you have when going to the Big Ten play I, championship? I have Ohio State and Iowa. Oh, oh wow. From the, what, I don't know what that side is side of the conference is called. I, I think Ohio State's in the West and Iowa's in the East. It's, it, it's going to be, I think... That side of the bracket is by far and away Wisconsin and Iowa are the two best teams. They're both returning a very large amount of people, but I think Iowa just always has a pretty stout defense, and they should have a better offense than last season. It can't get worse than what they put on the field last season as far as offense goes, and I already talked about Ohio State being in the playoffs, so those are my those are my teams. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very big. My, my two teams are Michigan and Wisconsin. I kind of already talked about Miss Michigan, so I'll gloss over them. Um, but Wisconsin, I'm huge on. They got Luke Fickle. They got uh, Mordecai from uh, SMU, SMU as their quarterback. Uh, I think they got a lot of transfers from Cincinnati as well. Luke Fickle's a proven coach, and I think the Big Ten West is kind of down overall. Um, and so I'm, I'm picking Wisconsin to go to the Big Ten Championship and give Michigan a fight in the Big Ten Championship. I do think Michigan wins it and goes to the playoff. Um, but I could see that be being a deciding factor of who's going to the playoff. If Wisconsin wins that game, there's a chance they're in too. Um, so, yeah, that, that's my pick. Um, next up, what would you say the third best conference is? I said Pac-12. Pac-12? Yeah. I said Pac-12. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, well, given that statement, what are your two Pac-12 teams? I have USC and the Oregon Ducks 
as my top two teams. Obviously, I think USC is the best team. They might throw a game just like they did last year against Utah in a shootout, but I think I think USC is the best team. And I think Oregon just has a lot of speed. They got a lot of talent, so they're returning like at least I think sixteen guys from last season. All all of the Pac twelve, all the top five teams in the Pac twelve are returning like sixteen sixteen or more people. So. I think the top side of that bracket's going to be very good, but uh, I have Oregon. Yeah, I don't hate the pick. Um, I think Oregon's going to be one of those top teams in the conference, um, but I do have USC and Utah as my two teams. Uh, you know, Kim Rising's still there, right? Yes, but I think he is currently. Um, I don't think he's played a lot of camp this year. I think he's been injured, and so that's kind of a question mark because they play Florida Week One again, and so I think I think we'll know pretty early on if. Uh, Utah's legit. If they lose to Florida again, no, they, did they beat Florida? They beat Florida they beat last Florida. year. If they if they lose to Florida this year, um, I think they're pretty much done. I don't I don't think, I think they're going to come back from be that. Down. Um, so. But no, I'm I'm. Utah returned sixteen starters. They have the bulk of that team. They went ten and four last year. Two of those wins against USC. They uh, did lose their tight end though. Who was their best kind of offensive yes, weapon? Yes, I do remember him. Um, they do have some what, challenging. Dalton Kincaid was that? His yeah, name? it was. Um, they do have some challenging um, road games. Honestly, their out of conference schedule is tough. They play Florida week one, then they play at Baylor the next week. Um, two weeks later, they play UCLA. Then they're at Oregon State. Uh, bye week Cal at USC. Get Oregon at home, and then at Washington. Um, so I think I think most of their challenging games are on the road, which is going to be tough for them. Um, but I do think Utah, uh, it'll be a rematch with Utah, USC and USC gets the revenge. All right. Um, next up, I mean, I, I think the ACC is the fourth best conference just because of, I think they're going to be the top side. Uh, yeah. The I top side. I think they're going to be one of those teams that has a team in the playoff. I don't think the big 12 is going to get anyone in the playoffs. So for that reason, I'm pick, I pick ACC as the fourth, but I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I, I I'll, I'll take, I'll take, uh, ACC. I think Texas is probably the only team I think could make the championship this year. I don't think they will, just because uh, playoffs. Big, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the playoffs. All right. Well, let's talk about ACC first, cool. since they're fourth. But um, I mean, I already kind of glossed over it too. But when they're going to choke when I was so, talking about uh, the playoffs. Uh, Florida State, Clemson. That's who I think is going to be in the conference championship with the divisions going away. I was unaware of the divisions going away, <laughs> so I had Clemson, UNC, because that's that's. UNC is probably the best on the other side. So I'll stick with that. I'll stick with North Carolina <laughs> right. just because that's what I had put down. They have – who's their quarterback this year? Drake May. Who, yeah. honestly, if he wasn't on North Carolina last year, he probably would have been at the Heisman ceremony. But yeah. they went like 9-5. and five, So Mac Brown's still there. I, I, I think UNC is con- going to be consistently like that level of good. But barring Clemson having a down year yeah. or, and Florida State, I don't see them there. I mean, they, they, I thought, I mean, they did not have a defense at all last year, and they still made the ACC championship game. So I don't think they played well in it, but they, yeah. they made it. So they can make it again. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate the pick. Um, but yeah, like I said earlier, I'm, I'm huge on Florida State this year, and I think Clemson will be better too. Um, but I have, I have Florida State winning it. I have them losing to Clemson in the regular season. Uh, I think that game is, let's see, I think it's, let's see where it's at. One second. The game is 
uh, at Clemson. And so for that reason, I think Clemson gets them in the regular season and Florida State wins in the rematch. So I think the ACC is more interesting this year than it's been in a while. Um, and I'm excited for the CDC teams play. Uh, all right. Well, that is it for our conference no, champions. We still have Big 12. Oh, yeah. Big 12. Who, who are your two teams in the Big 12? I, uh, I, this could go... A thousand different ways, but I, I'm, I'm just going to be boring. I have Texas and OU. Yeah, I do too. I, I, I have OU on my, my turning up teams. They're num- my number one turning up team, actually. And so um, I, I think OU is going to be much better. And I, I hate to say it, but I think Texas is in for a really good year. Uh, and so, you know, I physically can't pick Texas to win the Big 12. I will never do that. Um, and so I, for that reason, have Oklahoma winning the Big 12. But it wouldn't shock me if Texas wins it either. What do you think? Sure. Texas OU? That, yeah, Who's I, winning? That, oh, uh, I will take... I'll take OU. OU? Okay. Just because I, I hate Texas. Because you can't pick Texas. Fuck Texas. Um, but I will say, you know, I, as much hype as Texas has going into this year, Sark has never lost more than four games in a season, and I will believe he can do that when I see it. So, um, yeah. All right. Well, we are officially done with conference championships. Um, so we're going to be moving on. To our trending up teams. Um, I already said my number one, so I'm going to go first on this one. We'll do a snake draft. Um, But my number one trending up team is Oklahoma. Um, They had five losses by seven or less last year uh, with 13 returning starters and avoid K-State and Baylor, which are two teams that have given them a lot of trouble in the past. So because of those reasons, um, like I said, OU was in a lot of those games. Do you remember if they went five and seven or six and six? I don't remember, but I remember they were bad mainly because Dylan Gabriel was out for like four games. Yeah, they'll, so. they'll be getting Dylan Gabriel back. I think they lost two games. I think they were five and seven because I think they lost Texas pretty badly and they lost um, TCU pretty badly, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, like I said, the, the five losses by seven or less is big for me. I think teams that do that um, like 80% of the time, they have a better record the next year. Actually, I think it's much higher than that. Um, but yeah, big on OU this year. I was big on them last year. Um, I, I think Brent Venables is a great coach. One of the best defensive minds in college football. I think their defense will be a lot better. Um, and hopefully they stay healthy. Who are your, who are your one and two turning up teams? My number one team, the Wisconsin Badgers. Yeah. They have been plagued and plagued and plagued the past few seasons with bad quarterback play. And you know what they did? They got one of the most experienced guys you could possibly get in Tanner Mordecai from, from SMU. They also have Braylon Allen, who was one of the top four running backs in the in the Big Ten returning from last year. And they, they always have some sneaky good receivers as well. And then you know their defense is going to be super well coached. I think I think they're definitely a top two team in, in the West part of the Big Ten. I have Iowa making the the championship game, but I think... I yeah, think big, it's going to be a big turnaround they, for Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin's going to be really good this year. Unfortunately, they pulled Ohio State from the east, but that should be their toughest Is game. Is that at home? Uh, I'm not 100% sure, but still. Let's see. And then they have Iowa as well, so those the, that's their two toughest Where's, games. Do you know they where have, Iowa's at? They have a pretty t- easy schedule besides that. So they're... At home for both Iowa and Ohio State. Okay. 
So, yeah, those, those will be two big games. I, Madison's going to be popping this year. It's exciting to have Wisconsin back be, like, somewhat decent again, relevant again, because they are a fun team to watch. And, you know, they always play that style of football that's, like, so specific to Wisconsin. I, I think Luke, Luke Fickle is a perfect fit for them. Um, they're, they're my number four turning up team, but I, I 100% agree with that. I think that's a great pick. So who is your number two trending up team? My number two trending up team is going to be North Carolina, and that's they only their their only good opponent this year is Clemson. That's the only kind of game that they should lose. They can lose any number of games, but that's the only one they should lose. Drake May, I think he threw for four thousand yards last year. Great quarterback. He's back. He'll be throwing again. They got good running backs. And they got good receivers. Their defense, hard to be worse. They returned eight or nine guys on defense. Almost impossible to be worse than they were last year. So any improvement, and I think they win nine games at the minimum with yeah. any defensive improvement. So they they are my number two trending up team. My number two trending up team is Texas A&M. Um, like we were talking about earlier in the West, I think those that three the three teams that are going to be competing for it are LSU, A&M, and Alabama. Uh, A&M, just like OU, lost five games by seven or less. They were in nearly every game. Um, I think the two games they didn't lose by seven or less were uh, Florida and who else? What? What are we talking about? Uh, A&M lost five games by seven or less last year. Mississippi one, State, Ole Miss. Mississippi State and Florida. Those were the two. Every other one was, was a touchdown or less. Yeah. Um, so I think that's huge. Like I said, that stat earlier, I got to find it. Um, but it's, it's something crazy, like 90-something percent of teams that, that have that many losses uh, by seven or less go on to win like four or five, like all five of those games the next year. Um, and so I, I'm huge on that. Uh, the other thing is AM has a lot of favorable games at home this year. Uh, they pull Auburn out at home. They get Bama at home. They do play LSU on the road. Uh, they get State, Mississippi State at home, and Ole Miss on the road. So much more favorable um, in the odd years than the even ones. And so on top of that, AM has 20 returning starters, a new OC. Um, so I think those are two huge factors. Um, yeah, Connor Wagman's return. A lot of a lot of the freshmen players that we saw in the LSU game will be back. I mean, it's it's exciting. There was you know all the mayhem during the off season of, oh like look at look at this like mass exit of Texas A and M players. And guess what? And we four of those players have already been kicked off the teams that they transferred to. So they yeah. they were just bad apples. Yeah, Chris Marshall got kicked off, right? Yep, That's he so got crazy. kicked out of Ole Miss. Denver Harris just got kicked out of LSU. What? Really? A few days ago, it came out that he was not on the team at LSU. I did not know that. Because those were our two biggest losses, was Chris Marshall and Denver Harris. I think Ish Harris might be off wherever he transferred as well. And then there was one other guy. but Yeah, I so that I, I, I think... Um, and, and the thing with A&M, too, is I feel like we usually strive when we're, we're thought of as underdogs. You know, last year, we entered the season at number six, right? Um, all the hype around us... And we just crumbled. And, and that's how it usually goes. Uh, the other thing is we finally know who our quarterback is entering the year. Um, so some stability. I guess they still say it's an open battle, which, it's not. but it's not. Everyone knows who it is. Um, and I'm, I'm excited for uh, our new OC. So I'm completely blanking on his name right now. New OC. 
Yeah. What's his name? Are you blanking too? <laughs> it's Petrino. Petrino, Bobby Petrino, yes. From Arkansas. From Arkansas. The so. famed the famed cast coaching in the cast game. Yeah. So Andem's my number two. Um I think there's a world where they win the STC West. Um I don't see them in the playoffs, but I, I expect a ten win plus season from AM. Alright, my number three trending up team. I've already said it, so I'm kind of repeating myself for the third time here. Florida State. I'm huge on them. Again, seventeen starters um returning. Uh, they started, I think, 4-0, 5-0 last year after beating LSU. This year they play LSU at LSU, I believe, unless it's a neutral site, but I'm pretty sure it's at LSU uh, week one. And so I think that's actually a huge game this year. Um, and one of the games I'm actually looking forward to most. That is my, that is my number one meaningful game. Yeah, very meaningful. Um, you know, not It doesn't mean anything for either team in their conference, um, but I think it really sets the tone for um, who's going to the playoff. So I could I could see the winner of that game. You know what, I'm gonna say it here. The winner of that game will go to the playoff. Um, and so yeah. Anyways, those are my three teams. What you got? My third uh, trending up team is going to be SMU, the the Stangs out of Dallas. It is officially the Preston Stone era. They've been waiting two years for him. He's supposed to be the savior, five star out of Dallas. You wouldn't you wouldn't know this by just hearing SMU, but they have one of the top running back rooms in the entire nation. Five-star LJ Johnson transfer from A&M. Five-star Kamar Wheaton. Four-star Jalen Knighton uh, from Miami. So that's three amazing running backs right there. One of the best rooms in the entire nation. They returned seven of their eight highest receiving uh, receivers, and they added Romelo Brinson from, from Miami. So... They're gonna be they're they're gonna be high powered offense. I think they're gonna be pretty good after winning only eight games last year. Yeah. And I, the best teams in that conference just left. They play Oklahoma and and TCU, but those are the only two tough games of their season. So they should have at least ten wins. I like the pick. I like the pick. Um, so I'm just pulling up that stat I was talking about earlier about the uh, net close wins, um, and with A&M having five. Uh, teams that have had previous year four plus net close losses, uh, stronger or same record next year, 89%. Um, other teams that had a lot of net close losses, Iowa State, uh, Memphis, uh, Texas had five as well. So, yeah, it'll be an interesting year. Um, do you have any other honorable mentions for your trending up teams that we didn't mention? Trending up, I had... Auburn. Yep, me too. I think they're going to be really good. Yep. New coach in there. They were so. negative 11 in the turnover uh, department last year, which is huge. If they can just control the ball a little bit, uh, I think I think those that'll swing a few games their way. It's just the problem with them is quarter like Robbie Ashford is their quarterback. I just don't think he's that guy. Yeah. I, I, he hasn't been. And but, I, what I do you think know. they finished in the West? Not high, but I don't think they'll be a. Last four, four four win team like last year, yeah. or they might have won five, but I think they'll be better than they were last year. It's hard to be worse. Yeah, um, yeah. I had Auburn and I had Illinois as my two other trending up teams. Um, so honorable mention and Penn State. Um, yeah, you chose a bunch of good teams. I tried to branch out a little bit. Oklahoma and Texas, I mean, or Texas A and M, were both five win teams. Those were that's two of my top three. Yeah, I don't. I don't. 
that I I mean obviously those if you look at just record alone those were the top two but knowing that I went a different route and didn't choose any like teams that are competitors for their conference every year. Well, anyways, those are my trending up teams. I think they'll trend up, which is the point of the of it. But anyways, our trending down teams now. Uh, you can go first this time since I went first last time. Illinois. Illinois. Gonna oh, wow. Going to be bad. Wow. They're going to be bad, dude. Bad. They had 2,000-yard player in Chase, Chase Brown, running back, gone. Quarterback, I think, gone. They, I mean, they got nothing. But that... They got nothing. Bielema has been a good coach. He surprised the first two years. They also have a pretty favorable schedule. I think they get their <sighs> biggest games at home. Not the craziest away games. They're in the they're in the Big Ten West. Um, of course, Wisconsin and Iowa will be better this year. I'm not saying they're going to win, you know, ten plus games. But how many did they win last year? They started seven and one last year, right? I believe so. Um, so I I could see them. I think they'll finish second or third in the Big Ten West. But we'll see. We'll just see. They returned 13 starters last year and, and improved greatly. Um, but anyways. All right, my number one trending down team, I feel like this is pretty obvious, TCU. Um, they were on the other side of that statistic. I have, um, I have them they have on my list as well. six wins by seven or less, not six losses. Um, and so teams that have six wins by seven or less have pretty much the opposite, um, the, the exact same rate as, as the other teams in, that they have a 90% chance of doing worse than they did last year. Um, you know, they got absolutely slaughtered and embarrassed in the national championship game. It's a shock they beat Michigan, honestly, in the playoffs. Um, lose Max Duggan, lose a lot of players. Sonny Dyke's going to have a, a step back year. And uh, with Texas and Oklahoma probably being a little bit better, I, I just I think TCU is, is going to be in trouble this year. Eight, nine win team. Am I up? Uh, actually, no, sorry, I'm up. My number two turning down team is South Carolina. Uh, they have the number two hardest strength of schedule in 2023. I, uh, I think well. I think Spencer Rattler's a bum. Not not quite a bum, but I'm just not a Spencer Rattler fan. I think they lose a lot. Uh, they also had their biggest games at home last year, um, except for Clemson, I believe. But you know they had A&M at home. I think they had Tennessee at home, Georgia at home. I think they had a bunch of big games at home, um, and they just don't have that this year. Everything's on the road. Um, Shane Beamer, right? That's their coach. I think Shane Beamer's a good coach, but uh, I just I see a a pretty decent step back in in twenty twenty three. My number two trending down team. Not that I even think they're going to be a worse team. It's just I don't think it's possible with their with their schedule this season to replicate what they did last year with nine wins. It's going to be the Duke Blue Devils. Uh, they put up nine wins last year with a very, very easy schedule. And now they have four very difficult games this year. So, And then, obviously, NC State as well. So they, they play Clemson week one. They play Notre Dame week five. They play Florida State week seven. And then North Carolina towards the end of the year. So they And they can lose any of their other ACC games. So I think I think it's just impossible to replicate what they did last year with this schedule, and they 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 still might they might be a better team, but they're trending down just because of the schedule. So that's my second team. 
And what's your third team? My third team is going to be... Who am I going to choose? It's going to be Purdue. Purdue. They lost... Yeah, it's a good pick. They lost a ton. They lost, they lost their coach. They lost their coach. They lost their quarterback. They lost their best receiver. They lost a running back. Their, their quarterback this season is going to be Hudson Card. You don't want that. You, don't you do want not want that. Hudson Card as your starting quarterback. Uh, I just think they're not going to be as good. They also lost a few guys on defense, so I, I think I think they're turning down. Yeah, my third and final turning down team is um, that's going to be Cincinnati. They're kind of in the same department. They lost Luke Fickle. Uh, only three returning starters on offense and six on defense. Uh, they lost a lot of their guys uh, through the transfer portal. Uh, a lot of hype two years ago, but um, yeah, very down Cincinnati this year. I think they have some decently hard games too. I mean, it's their first year in the Big Twelve, so uh, yeah, I, I I think Cincinnati's kind of going to suck this year. I don't even think they make a bowl game. All right, uh, are we doing surprise teams? We'll do. No. We'll do. No, not not surprise teams. Well, my I'll just throw in two uh, or one. Texas Tech, my surprise team. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't do a surprise team. I deleted it. I'll just it. throw in one. Or, uh, I'll throw them in as a, as an honorable mention trending up team. But I will say my my, my honorable mention trending down teams are uh, Tennessee and Mississippi State. I think they both take a step back this year. Um, yeah, you got any honorable mention trending down teams? I had uh, TCU and Arkansas as trending down. Yeah. All right, next up we got our Heisman candidates. We're going to do this like the playoff where we can choose the same teams. Um, I think it's I think it's pretty cut and dry. Yeah. Caleb Williams. Blake, Cal- yeah. Blake Corum. I think... Uh, Corum? Yeah. I, I, I think Caleb Williams is going to repeat. Those, those... I don't think Drake May will win. He might not even make yeah. the... He might not even make the ceremony, but he will have I think more he's the, yards I, than most people. I think he's definitely up there. Um... Klubnik, I think, has a sh- shot to be there. There's a guy I'm completely blanking on. Who? Oh, I think Jordan Travis. You know, any of these guys on these teams that uh, that I think are going to do really good this year. Um, Dylan Gabriel could have a great year. Um, a lot of guys could do great and make it, but I just think, I mean, Lincoln Riley has how many Heisman winners now? A lot. Baker, Tyler, uh, Caleb. I mean, three. I mean, he's just—he's a Heisman factory. Um, and now that he has a guy, has he had a guy win it in return? I don't know if he has. So I think Caleb. I think he runs it back, and he's the first since the '70s, since Archie Griffin, to uh, to win it back to back, which is or win two Heisman's, which is pretty crazy. I mean, who do you think wins it? Wins yeah, it? I mean, it's probably Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams. Yeah. All right, well, moving on to our uh, second-to-last segment, our most meaningful games. Um, you kind of already said you're number one, so I'll, well, let, you, I mean, I'll I, let you take it. It's also my number one, I but don't I'll have let you it. take it. I, I just went down Bovada for their biggest games of the year because they have lines now for, for the biggest games throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And I was, just, I, I was just writing down all the early season ones and then all the late, so I, I already had too many. But on September 9th, I believe that's week two, Texas-Bama. On the third, week one, I think this is a Sunday game, LSU-Florida State. Uh, on the 23rd, Ohio State-Notre Dame. 
Also, Clemson-Florida State on the 23rd. Oregon-Washington on October 14th. And USC-Notre Dame on October 14th as well. And then I just stopped after that. There was just too many other games. So. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of great games this year. Um, Those are the biggest early season games, yeah. in my opinion. My biggest ones, uh, Florida State versus LSU. Going to be huge. Going to set the tone early. So that's on, is that? Week one. That's week one to Sunday. Sunday. That's Sunday awesome. Sunday week one. That's awesome. Um, Florida State, LSU. Uh, I'm going to kind of throw three in here. This is kind of a trifecta of games. Um, but the combination of Alabama, LSU, and A&M all playing each other, I think those are all super, super important games. Um, I think A&M is going to beat Alabama this year. I really think Alabama versus LSU is the, the telling one um, because if LSU wins that, uh, then it just sets up so well for, for Al- or A&M, LSU at the end of the year, potentially. Um, other than that, already say it said it florida state versus clemson is going to be huge i think they'll play twice this year um oklahoma texas will be big they'll probably play twice this year um and then also the trifecta of michigan penn state and ohio state they all all play each other those are going to be bloodbaths um if if one of those teams if one of those teams can win two of those games i think that team wins the big 10 um kind of yeah i it's going to be a very interesting year Kind of already said it, but just this this year seems like there's a lot of teams in these divisions that were just kind of ride-ins in the past. Um, it, it finally seems like there's some competitions in these harder divisions, um, except for the SEC East. So, um, yeah, going to be an exciting year of, of meaningful games. Hopefully we get some good uh, early season ones. I always hate the first few years of the season, first few weeks of the season because it's just week like zero is always a waste let's, of let's, time. Like, let's just get to the good stuff like it's like you get to week four well, lsu florida state's week one so. yeah no no I, that's that, great that's about it that's, that's great probably... that's about it um but, it, but my point is like you wait till week four and then you get to week four and finally conference games start and then it's like you have four weeks and then you're like two-thirds through the season i just i really want college football to change some stuff because um so many games are just like like i don't want a&m to fucking play New Mexico State week one. New Why Mexico. The, New Mexico. Why the fuck? The Lobos. They're the like, Lobos. Like, give us 12 good games. I, I'm tired of it. I'm, t- I'm so tired of wasting four weeks. Um, all right. Well, we're going to move on to our last segment. Um, last segment? Hot takes of the year. Off the rip. Off the rip. What's your... You got a hot take? Hot take. Texas Tech finishes top four in the Big 12. All right. Um, my hot take is I think Alabama will lose to both AM and LSU. Uh, not even go one and one against the two. Finish at least third in the West. They return 10 total starters, lose Bryce Young. Who's their quarterback going to be? Do we know? Is it the guy that played against AM last year? Um, and, you know, of course, Alabama doesn't rebuild, they reload. Um, but I just think where LSU and A&M are at in their it's programs It's either Tyler right now. Buckner from Notre Dame, the, the Asian yeah, guy yeah. from Notre Dame, who was not good, the, yeah. very bad at Notre Dame, or Jalen Milrow, yeah. who is just a, basically a running back. So He's um, just a glorified running back. So unless one of those two guys can really step up, um, I, I think Alabama will really miss Bryce Young this year. Uh, do we know who their offensive coordinator it is? Because it's not Bill O'Brien anymore. And of course, they attack the portal, and you know they're 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 Bama. They're gonna have a fine year. But Tommy Reese, where did he come from? 
Uh, I believe it was Notre Dame. And and you know what else? I'm also uh, forgetting about Clemson too. Is they got Garrett Riley now? I believe as their OC. Um, so that'll be that'll be pretty exciting to see that. Um, you got another hot take? No. That's it. That's it. That's the one hot take. Um, I gotta think of another hot take. The people want it for the international fans. Oregon State does well again with DJ Uyakalele. That's not a hot take at all. That's a that's a call. that's that's an expected take. A hot take would be like um, yeah. Vanderbilt wins the big, the East. <laughs> that's a hot take. Vanderbilt makes a bowl game. Vanderbilt is that a hot take? You're, you think Vanderbilt that? makes a bowl game. Okay. There you go. What do you think Colorado does this year? Uh, three wins. Three wins. Okay. Maybe four. Really? That's, Probably three. That, that's kind of a hot take, I feel like. Probably three wins. Okay. Um, all right. Well, we're going to wrap up for today's podcast. What do you think? Two, uh, what do you think? Two wins? I think they'll win five games. Oh. oh okay. I thought you were talking about a hot take because... No, I feel like they'll do better than I think their win wins. total is like two. Really? Or, uh, yeah, I think their over-under is like two and a half. Yeah, I'm excited for Dion, but I don't I don't buy all the hype necessarily. But I, I do think they'll win. Not yet. I, I'll say four. That'll Not be yet. my guess. Four. Um, all right, well, we're going to wrap up. Uh, next podcast, we're going to do a super conference draft. Ooh, how about this? Northwestern wins four games. Okay. I'll take. So right. one win last year. Northwestern wins four games. All right, well, the next podcast we'll, we'll be recording in a couple days. Um Super Conference Draft. Me and Timmy Jernigans are each going to pick 32 teams. And uh, the conference with the better record at the end of the year, we got to decide a, a punishment for who has the who has the worst conference. So, so yeah, thank you for tuning in. And, uh, well, we'll leave... Who, wait, 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 wait. Who's on the chopping block this week? Who is on the chopping block this week? Lizzo? Is Lizzo on the chopping block? I thought I thought you were a Lizzo defender. No. No. I don't defend her. I defend that one action. Okay. I don't think that was. I don't think that's as bad as people make it out to be. Eating bananas out of vaginas. Yeah, I think if you go to a place that literally that's what they do, it should be known that it's gonna happen. Well, huh? Like that's literally all they do at that one spot. So it's like, what do you expect to, that to not happen? Like that's what they do there. I think my chopping. Don't go in if you don't want to do it. The chopping block for me is gonna be the Pac-12. Yikes! They have been. Zoinks. They have been chopped. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be my pick. Have they been chopped or blocked? They kind of got cock blocked in a lot of ways, but uh, I would say they got both, but more chopped. Definitely more chopped. More well, chopped. Who's who, so? Who's your chopping block of the week? Lizzo. Lizzo. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's it for us. Um, we will see y'all soon.